Good morning. Welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with another Ben, Ben Danner, the Overton County Executive. Good morning and welcome, Ben. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing better to seen you. You know the the clouds parted when I walked in. The sun <laughs> shined right down on you like usual. So so thank you for having me on. I'm sorry, Appreciate folks. You. He's uh you know Ben Danner. I've had him on several times. It's the Ben Squared Show today. So a lot of fun for you today and a lot of good information. Coming out of Overton County, uh, get some updates on the budget process like we try to do every spring, late, late spring, early summer with these counties around in Upper Cumberland. I wanted to get Ben in here because he's been county mayor. This is his eighth year uh, as county commissioner before that, so he's no stranger to county government. But uh, how is the budget process going in Overton County? going real good of course we got connie york that's our budget director and been there about 10 years now and uh, you know the staff's really good to work with and they know what's happening uh, this will be the 20th budget i've dealt with as a commissioner and county executive and uh, been we started last night uh we usually do three nights of budget hearings and i go over line item by line item the whole budget for the commission and uh, so far everything's went real good we we made it through the uh, general fund last night you know we got a lot of things in the budget we're trying to change we're looking at the pay scale and different things like that so uh, another really good budget and the bottom line of the budget looks real good too so that's good um i mean over the last few years probably i guess since 2018 fund balances have looked pretty good i mean how's how's fund balances and the reason i bring it up it's one of the big things we're talking about in putnam county right now how have fund balances grown since the last three or four years well the fund balance you know from 14 on, I mean, when I first got elected in 2002, I mean, we didn't hardly have any fund balance. And now we're at over $6 million of fund balance. So, you know, I mean, that's a really healthy fund balance. We need around $3 million to make three months worth of expenses. Uh, so the fund balance every year has grew. And last year, now the 2020-21 budget we actually grew the fund balance over a million dollars that year. And we would have grown the budget, the fund balance again this year, but the gas prices, when that went up, you know, we may have, we may have dipped into the fund balance four or $500,000 maybe, but with the amount that gas went up, I mean, that's pretty good. Cause that, you know, all the, all the departments are staying under budget. Nobody's overspending. They just spend what they have to. And, uh, you know, most of the offices in the courthouse, I mean, that's just basically pay and, uh, data processing fees so there's really nothing to cut but the sheriff's department and ambulance service are big parts of the budget and you know we've tried to we've added employees at the ambulance service we've added employees at the sheriff's department and still been able to absorb that in the budget so uh, yeah and of course um both of those in a lot of counties in tennessee especially up for cumberland uh folks are having a hard time hiring people in emergency services and public safety because of maybe starting pay or maybe because of uh the work i mean you, we just we're having a hard time retaining people and recruiting people and that's all over i mean y'all been able to hire some people but do you have any vacant positions that you know of at either one of those we don't have at the sheriff's department right now and that's one of the first times that we've not had um you know a few years ago we seen we only had a sro officer at two of the four schools that are outside the city limits and that's one thing i brought to the county commission that we need a sro officer in every school and I know school children's safety is a, a big issue right now. And, uh, you know, I, I feel strong that we need to have a, you know, police presence at every school all day. And now we do. We've got SRO officer at every school. And when the school's out in the summer, that's extra, that's two extra deputies we have. So, you know, we've added that. And, uh, ambulance service, we've added shifts on too because of COVID. Of course, that's, you know, died down, but, and that's picked up just a little bit. But, uh, we're doing a lot of runs. I mean, a lot of the hospitals are overrun, and we're having to go farther out. So 
you know, right now, full staff, but I mean, talking about pay, I mean, it's really hard, you know, when they can go to work at some of these new restaurants and make more than they will if they get out of school to become a paramedic. Yeah. So we're lucky we've got some of the experienced people we've had that's been there several years that are not working for the pay because if they were, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. Well, so, so do y'all have a pay scale? Yeah. And we've, we worked on it and worked on it. Uh, when I first went in the office, we was paying minimum wage, starting pay. I mean, $7 and something is ridiculous on, the pay and and we got it up to eleven dollars up to last year and this year we're I've got it in the budget two dollars an hour across the board pay scale increase so it'll be a minimum thirteen and then some offices depend on you know which job it is it will be different from that but um, I think that will help us retain a lot of the deputies we got and that'll that'll for sure help us get the guards in the jail because the you know the jail uh, staff it's been hard turnover because you know they can go to work at mcdonald's and make a lot more than they can you know being a guard at the jail and i mean they're going to go to mcdonald's instead of doing that so um but that that really helps i mean that's that don't get us exactly where we need to be on pay but that really that's took a big step forward and also the insurance you know a few years ago a single employee had to pay almost four hundred dollars a month for insurance and we had about 40 or 50 people's all we had on insurance because nobody could afford it and now we pay every bit of a single employee's insurance, and we've got over 200 people on insurance, which is really good because, you know, those employees really needed to be on insurance for health reasons, but they couldn't afford to, and now they can. And that helps keep them, too. I mean, some counties around us may pay a dollar or two more now since we're doing the pay scale increase, but most every county don't do the insurance like we do, so the benefits you know, may outweigh going to work somewhere else. Yeah, does the county have enough enough growth and revenue in the general fund to make up the difference in that two dollar two dollars an hour in the pay scale? I mean, or how are you funding that? Well, we're funding that. We're using the ARP funds, American Rescue Plan funds. Um, we're going to put those in the general fund and help use that. And we've got some other projects we're going to do with that too. But the penny growth uh, went up quite a bit, so of uh, the tax penny, mm-hmm. so. I mean, right now the budget's looking really good. Um, so this was, you know, I brought it up to the commission. I think this is the time to try to work on the pay scale because, I mean, every everybody out there in the world that's hiring knows you can't find people and you can't keep them. And I mean, when the starting pay is as low as what we had, I mean, it's just really hard to get anybody to work, especially qualified people, to some of these jobs. So, uh, you know, I. I fear in the years to come, I mean, the paramedics we have and EMTs, uh, you know, the people we got, it's been there several years, most of them. But when kids get out of school and look at a career about going something to be like a paramedic, if they have to go through school and spend quite a bit to be able to get, you know, the license to do that, why would they want to do that if they can go to Sam's Club or McDonald's or something to make the same kind of pay? So, you know, we... I mean, we've took a drastic step this year. $2 an hour is a big chunk to try to raise the pay for the employees. But, you know, I mean, they're they're worth a lot more than that, and I wish we could do more, but that, that is a big step. Well, one thing um, we saw, and I don't didn't have a plan to talk about the economy, but I feel like it's going to come up because of what we're talking about budgets. But, you know, back in 07, 08, of course, you were a commissioner, so you were affected by that in the county, and everything kind of fell off. Gas prices went up, and people started staying at home, and they did their shopping at home. It's like recruiting and retaining employees. If you can keep your employees in the county, they're probably going to stay at home a little bit more and continue to do their shopping. Sales yeah. tax has been a big big revenue stream for you all, especially since 
the legislature changed the law about point of sale sales tax going to where that you know if it's out in the county somebody that lives in the county and they bought something over over there in that it's going to the county if it's in the city it'll go to the city so you know keeping people at home and keeping jobs there at home that's benefits you in more than one way oh, yeah um, the sales tax has been tremendous i mean that's the that's the main reason we've not had to raise this will be seven years in a row we've not raised property taxes and I, and i've looked back as far as i can find we've never went seven years in a row without raising taxes and actually, the tax rate's lower right now than it was eight years ago. So the sales tax, we'd done a sales tax audit uh, about seven years ago, and there was a lot of the um, accounts that were wrong. The state of Tennessee had them wrong, and they fixed them. And that year, we'd done $700,000 in sales tax, the county's part. Uh, this last year, we hit $2.4 million. I mean, we're over three times what we were, and that's that's helping take that off the, the taxpayer burden. So... Uh, so we don't have to put it on property tax, but the sales tax has been tremendous. I mean, the internet sales tax and COVID, you know, everybody worried about COVID when that started about tax, but that's actually, as far as sales tax, helped the counties because more people were ordering from Amazon and Walmart.com and eBay. Or it's like you said, wherever it goes to, if they live out in a county and it's shipped there, that's where the sales tax goes to. And also when they change the law, you know, the the water utilities, wherever they're at, that, that tax goes there too. And and we've had a lot of growth with businesses. I mean, we've had a lot of businesses open up, had a lot of dollar markets open. we got some more coming. we got two or three more getting ready to open in the county and getting ready to start building. So, you know, I, everybody would like to have a Walmart in Livingston. We're probably not going to have a Walmart. Our Walmart's in all good, I guess. They, yeah. just, they just put it in the wrong county, yeah. I guess. But Because uh, you go down there on Friday night and everybody in there is from Livingston. You know, it's just like a family reunion. And Christmas time, everybody's there from Livingston for sure. But um a joke with the mayor Porter down here in Putnam County about that, that that's our Walmart. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's helped. I mean, the sales tax, I mean, that's the fairest tax because everybody's paying that. People coming through our county are paying that. And uh, that's just been tremendous to keep that off the property tax. Owners. Well, let's talk about the sales tax audit. I think we may have talked a little bit about it before, but it's been a while. When you came in, that's something you did. You didn't have to do that. Like that's not it's not required by law for you to get a sales tax audit done in your county or, or city. Now, there's nothing in the statute requiring you to do that. But you decided you felt like, and you and I talked about it because I, I I put you on the two or three people that could do it. You felt like there's money you're missing out on, and so would, that 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 sparked the initiative to do a sales tax audit. Yeah, if we'd have never done the sales tax audit, I mean, we would have never been in the place we are now with sales tax. And you know, that's one thing from going to conferences. I went to a conference in Gatlinburg and met Larry Waters. It's a severe county mayor, and he's the longest-serving county mayor in the state of Tennessee. Been there, I think, 260 years. We'll I think, be there since. 264 more because he's, he's <laughs> yeah. unopposed. <laughs> he's unopposed now. I seen him a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, he told me about that, and I checked into it, and I talked to you about it. And, uh, you know, I mean, they you you pay them half of the the sales tax that, you know, they collect up front, but then after that, when the auditors do that. But it's well worth it. Um, you know, it really – it really tremendously helped us. I mean, we we had never had a hundred thousand dollar month ever the county had, and then all of a sudden we're having two and three hundred thousand dollar months of sales tax collections now. So it's just been tremendous, and that you know that's where you know learning from other mayors and going to conferences that CTAS puts on and other organizations, and you know and just talking to them and see exactly what they're doing in their counties and what works and what don't, and uh, that that's 
paid off millions of dollars for Overton County because yeah. I went to that conference that CTAS put on. So yeah. I appreciate y'all doing well, that. Well, we try to do things like that. We try to be valuable and, and offer resources, not only direct technical assistance like I do every day, but to get you to uh, be around other people that are like you doing the same thing and talk to those. So uh, good information so far. We're going to talk more a little bit about the budget when we come back after this break here with on Local Matters with Overton County Executive Ben Danner. This is Ben Rogers. Be back in just a moment. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. This is the Ben and Ben Show. <laughs> I'm Ben Rogers. I'm with Overton County Mayor Ben Danner. Uh, hadn't had him on in a while, but I uh, wanted him in to talk about uh, mainly what the budget process is looking like in Overton County and anything new there, and just talk about kind of some history of the finances there. Overton T- uh, County's fund balances are growing in the general fund over the last few years. That's enabled y'all to do some things. No tax increase, and you actually you said the tax rate was lower because y'all went through reappraisal. And when you went through reappraisal, you kept the certified rate, no tax increase. Uh, and so the rate's lower now than when you started. It was $1.99 per hundred when I started. It's $1.97 right now. So, okay. Yeah, we're, we're lower. So uh been um, really great that we was able to do what we've been able to do and uh, you know work on a lot of buildings and uh, build several buildings and uh, uh, improve buildings we've got and you know pay scale increases and not – Actually, lower taxes instead of raising them. So I was going to ask you. You mentioned earlier about SROs, and you have SROs in every school now. Does the schools uh, contribute to that funding of SROs? Because uh, it's not required. Some county school systems do, some don't. What do they? What do they do in Overton? The county? school does contribute some. They they contribute to the city because the city has one at the high school and AH Roberts and the middle school, and then the county has at four schools. They contribute about forty thousand of it. Um, and it's you know it's around one hundred seventy thousand okay. is what it, the county puts in. But you know the county commission brought up had questions about it when we first brought up about having SRO officers in every school. But you know that's one of the things that no matter if they give us money or not, we need to support it and you know pay for putting SRO in that school because I mean these you know these kids are important and we need. I, I wish we could have more SRO. I wish we could have two in every school or more if, if we could. But uh, it you know I mean. Everything. I mean, we've really been lucky in this area in the Upper Cumberland not to have some of the things going on like right. they've got out in Texas and different places. But you know, we don't need to take it for granted either. That stuff couldn't ever happen. We need to, you know, do what we can to fund whatever with the SRO officers to keep them in our schools. Yeah, and so funding, of course, you said has, has went up, and, and y'all been able to do that. Has and I, has the census? We just went through a census. Uh, of course, that was official last year. Have the numbers grown in Overton County for population? Yeah, the numbers went up about 300, and then they come back. And I, I always thought that was wrong, and they went up uh, 
you know, another three or 400. So we went up about 800 and something, which I'm, I'm glad it didn't go up much more than that because the state mandates a pay scale for all the elected officials off population. And we're within a hundred and something people of going to the next pay scale. So I'm glad it stayed at the one we're at and it didn't go up. So I'm glad you mentioned that, Ben, because you're right. Uh, some people are not aware that the, the state legislature mandates a minimum pay for elected officials there's a minimum salary for all elected officials and it's based on population class and the range of that population so like you said if you're close if a county's close and you get in that next population range then every county official is going to get a pay increase that's mandated it's not to do with the commission it's not to do with the elected official it's mandated so y'all right there on the on the on the border yeah the next 10 years from now we'll i'm sure we'll go over that or you know they do the census in between I know some counties they've, you know, had to go back and retro the pay of the officials when they were over that. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad that's uh, something we haven't had to deal with. Um, so yeah, uh, it's it's very rare you hear somebody say they're not looking for a raise. <laughs> but when you get to county government, a lot of the, a lot of the officials are like you. We're not trying to cost our taxpayers any more money. We're good with what we're at. Where we're at. So uh, appreciate that insight. One a few more things about the budget. Um, of course, we mentioned no tax increase is the plan. When's the budget going to be passed? Uh, that June 27th, um, you know, since the state wanted all the counties to start doing the budget in June, which, you know, the the year starts July 1. In the past, we'd be August, late August before we ever passed a the budget. Then you got to go back and retro everything. And uh, so it's better to start July 1 with the new budget because we cut off purchase orders in April so we can end the year and tell exactly, you know, how good we're doing for last year and before we start next year. And, uh so I I think you know everybody's for especially you know it's it's not hard to sell a budget to the commission when there's no tax increase, um, you know and and most of the like I said earlier most of the officials well all the officials are not spending their whole budget I mean so it's uh, everybody's really conservative with the money it's you know taxpayer money and we've you know we got elected to do what we're supposed to do with the money and be. I mean, we, they need the services. Citizens need the services of the ambulance, fire, and everything else. But, you know, it's our job to make sure that, you know, we don't overspend and we try to stay within budget. And it's just like anything else. you got a budget at your house. you got a budget for your monthly bills. We've got that same budget at the county, and we're not looking to spend extra. We have to spend – I mean, you know, of course, the gas prices have made us spend a lot more on gas than we'd like to. But, you know, we, we try to stay within budget, and we do. I mean, uh, and uh, – and it shows because we're we're not having to raise taxes and, and everything right now is going really good. Yeah, and so let's talk a couple of big-ticket items in the budget, uh, capital projects. Any big assets y'all trying to buy this year or anything big you're trying to do? Yeah, well, we're looking, you know, of course, we're getting $2.1 million in uh, ARP funds and uh, the final, final, final ruling changed. I think they changed the ruling two or three times on it uh, that we can put it in the general fund, use that for governmental expenses. I've uh, been looking for a, a pretty good while for an industrial park property. Uh, when I got elected, uh, I sold the uh, industrial park to Fitzgerald's trucking, and that's really growed. And they, you know, they've uh, spread out and put more businesses there, and uh, and that's added sales tax and that's added property tax. But that's all the property we had. So we we've been offering. You know, we've got two or three tracts of land that private citizens have, and we've been trying to show that to people, but. You know, I brought up to the county commission that it would be really good if we bought another industrial park. I mean, it's it's easier if the county owns it to try to deal with the customer with a new company coming in than it is to get the landowner involved and everything else. So 
So I've got a couple companies from California wanting to move to Overton County and bring their whole operation. And one of them's need 100 acres, and one of them's needing about 60 acres. And we've done a property evaluation program a few years ago, which uh, we got a grant to do that through the state, and they looked at several properties. And we've got a property that's fairly close to the industrial park in Rickman that we have, and, and uh, gas is right in front of it. Uh, water and sewer is really close. So uh, I brought up to the commission we're going to do some testing on that property and see uh, what I would like to do. And uh, You know, the best-case scenario would be to purchase that and turn around and have those two companies purchase land from us to start with because, you know, a lot of times – the county will buy an industrial park, and it takes 10, 15 years to get somebody in it. And I know that's how it works. I mean, sometimes you've got somebody right away, and sometimes it takes a while. But these two companies are really interested, and I hope that we can work out the agreement where we can go ahead and get two companies that's going to be several hundred jobs, you know, come in to start with and be the one-time use of this ARP funds, and we won't have to put the taxpayers in debt. Um, you know, the last industrial park was bought in 2001, and it was on a 40-year note, and about two two year, two to three years into my term, we paid it off because we were looking at trying to pay off debt for the county. Sure. So, I, you know, I like to leave whenever I leave office better than the founding, and we had a lot of 40-year debt and a lot of debts out there, and we're, we're within two years of being debt-free right now. The county on our side is, which we've got the nursing home that's got a couple uh, projects they've done, and the school has some projects, but as far as the county – the bonds run out in two years, and a lot of the real long notes we had, we paid off. So uh, if we could get an industrial park and get jobs for the future and not ha- not have to put that on the taxpayer's burden, that would be a really good good project. So yeah, I, uh, being debt-free can be good or bad, but in this case, y'all have paid it off early, so it's a good thing. So it's going to free up your debt capacity to do other stuff. So we got a, uh, I think that closes probably closes out the budget. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk about some um, – uh, events going on locally uh, a few more things we're going to talk about an exciting thing happening with the new building that that y'all have achieved and accomplished talking about paying things off so we've got some more to talk about with Overton County Executive Ben Danner when we come back after the break in just a moment here on Local Matters welcome back to Local Matters <laughs> we're sitting here with Ben Danner the Overton County Mayor and it's always a lot of laughs with him here, and uh, one of the reasons I have him on, he makes my day brighter, and I laugh, and I leave happy. And we got uh, faces for radio. I mean, well, Ben's more the other Ben more than mine. You know, I mean, I, I guess I could look worse, but probably not. I asked my mom <laughs> at one time, and she said, "Well, I don't know. You just probably can't." But. <laughs> probably can't. Oh boy, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, closing out some budget talk at Overton County. Of course, you said going to pass June 27th, which is before the June 30th state deadline. And of course, they do a continuation for counties that don't. But uh, a couple of capital asset items. Uh, going to use some ARP money to do some patrol cars. You said we're going to. We, of course, we've got in a rotation of buying new patrol cars for the sheriff's department, and we're going to use some of the ARP funds to. It's going to be in the budget, but we're going to use the ARP funds to pay for that. Okay, so I mean, and that's basically I mean, it's one time money, but it's redu- it's relieving the taxpayer from having to to pay that burden. It's you're using the government money that you're going to get anyway. I mean, you're going to get it, so you might as well spend it, right? Yeah, I mean, we're looking. You know, that's what me and Connie, the budget director Connie York, had looked at to try to use that money as many ways as possible for things that we could use it for that we're already got in the budget, but that way we don't have to use the taxpayer money. We can use the money coming from the federal government. And that will leave the fund balance in even better shape. Yeah. And you mentioned Connie. Connie's a saint. 
for more than one reason. One, she puts up with you all well, day, every day. She's put up with me for eight years. That may be better than uh, it was the two years before that. I'm thinking. <laughs> well, uh, and a lot of food involved. You know, I bring a lot of food, which I've. The bad part about that, I've lost 116 pounds since July. And it's really hard with three women in the office that's used to you bringing them food all the time right. to the office. So I still bring them food, but it you know it might have to be from Chick Fil A or from a produce stand instead yeah. of you know some of the burgers and stuff we used to do. So. Yeah, well I know they love you, but she's a saint. Does a great, all your people do a great job. Just want to give Connie a shout out. So we're lucky. We're lucky to have Connie. She's yeah. you know we've had before I got elected, we'd have fifteen to twenty audit findings a year, and we got down. We had a perfect audit a few years ago. Um, the audit findings went down. I mean, Connie's, you know, a stickler, but I think she sets it home thinking of ways to try to keep the other departments in line. And she does. She keeps everybody in line and really glad to have her there. And I uh, hope she stays there as long as uh, she wants to and retires in about 40 to 50 years from now. And because uh, she's, she's done a really good job for the county and I appreciate her because I couldn't, I, I wouldn't want to try to do the budgets without her and uh i mean she just does a really great job yeah she knows it inside and out um some good news uh, the new building you're in how long have y'all been in the new building now uh november will be two years and y'all have got something coming up right yeah we've got a uh really exciting i, I think it is uh you know we put it of course we got uh, millard oakley donated half the money for the building but we still borrowed around three million dollars to build the building and it was on a 12-year note and we're going to have a note burner. We're going to pay it off. We've been paying extra on uh, several things in the county, and we paid the industrial park off a few years ago in Rickman. And now we're going to pay the new county building off, and that will be, you know, seven to eight hundred thousand dollars a year in in uh, debt service money that we don't have to spend for that. So, I, really exciting for me because in the past the county when they've had to build a new building, they put it on a forty year note, and your grandkids had to end up paying for it. And I, you know, I wanted to to do something that. I mean, that was a facelift for Overton County because we were in that old hospital and it was really bad shape. And uh, we've got a really nice, one of the nicest county buildings in Upper Cumberland, if not the nicest now. Uh, we went from the worst to the first, maybe, I would say. But, uh, I mean, it, it just, you know, everybody comes up there. It's easier to get in now. I mean, uh, handicap accessibility is better. Almost 100 parking spots. We had maybe 10 parking spots in the old building. And to be able to pay that off in less than two years is really great. And I, I just, I feel good knowing that we, you know, have helped the infrastructure and the, the uh, cost of maintenance are, were tremendous in the other building. We were looking through the budget, what we used to spend on uh, maintenance for county buildings. And it's just nothing now compared to, and the energy cost, I mean, the you know, the electric bills are nothing compared to what they were before because it's all energy efficient and there's hot water in this building we didn't have hot water since the 1970s in that other building i guess so uh just really really good that we've got a building that looks like that and we were able to pay it off too so well and that's big news so what day is the note burning uh we hadn't i guess i'll have to see about getting a okay. uh, burning permit because i don't know with the <laughs> july being as dry as it is i said the only bad thing would be if i done a note burning and it blowed up into the rafters and then maybe it caught on fire so i, I hope that don't happen we're going to have the fire department on hand and make sure and put some water around make sure we don't burn the new building because i you know that i know it's a note burning but i don't want to be in a building burning maybe just a note burn there you go sometime at the first of july though. okay well that's good news i mean like you said it would be two years old in november to have it paid off and so you sold the old hospital where the offices were what is that is that is there anything going on with that right now yeah uh, the livingston enterprise moved into it uh, the ones that bought it redone part of it and they're going to put offices in it and maybe apartments so uh, we sold that and we uh, 
we were looking last night in the budget. We sold that for $306,000, and we turned around and put that back toward the new building. So when we've when we sold things, we turned around and paid it back on debt to try to get the debt paid down. But uh, they're looking at doing several things, and they've remodeled it and uh, really done it. looks good. And uh, like I said, the enterprise has already opened up there and the end that Caraboone had the assessor's office there on that end. So I think they're looking at several other things in that building. So I'm glad that. You know, we got the new building and we got everything with it, but I'm glad that somebody bought the other building and going to use it for something, too. So it's mixed use, businesses and, and residential uh, space. I think that's what they're looking at. That's yes. pretty good for Livingston. I think that's, and of course, I don't know how many mixed use spaces y'all have around the square, but the square is, you, you and this, y'all in the city have really done well with the square around the courthouse. It's every time I'm up there, it's crowded. People are shopping, people are buying, they're eating. Uh, so y'all just made it a different place since I I started going up there 16 years ago. So oh, yeah, the city's really done a good job. Um, you know, when they first started that, people lived out in the county. I, I mean, I remember when I was on the commission, people were talking about, well, you know, the stuff of the squires is things of the past, but it's not. No. I mean, the square we got one of the best looking squires there is and you know we got a grant to redo the grounds and i, I don't know i think the city's going to start that late this year and completely the, the courthouse itself looks pretty good but around the courthouse they've got this old uh, concrete cobblestone that was done in the 70s and it's coming apart and you can't really pressure wash it because it blows it apart so they're going to completely do everything except the actual foundation of the courthouse so It'll be really nice. It'll be uh, uh, jam-packed, I guess, for a little while when they tear everything out and move. And uh, the eternal flame for the veterans, it's going to turn sideways um, and going to move the cannon and put some different flagpoles. But it's really going to look good then when they get that. Of course, the Central Park and, uh, you know, the restaurants, we've got 1806 and the Steel Coop right mm-hmm. there on each side of the square really helps too. Yeah. And the city's looking at trying to get a, a grant for a dog park to put down by the Central Park. So if they do that, that'll be a big draw too. So a lot of things going and it brings out, you know, quite a few people. Well, speaking of, of things going, um, any events coming up in, in Overton County? First, we got the uh, Kentucky Headhunters going to be there this uh, Saturday, um, six o'clock. Um, that, that'll be a pretty big concert. I know the, uh, contrary to what people think, I know the one guy on the Headhunters that's bald that had the longer hair. That's not me. So, <laughs> so if anybody, uh, you know, because I, I was at a cattle sale one time and uh, Red Bull and her moss won. I, I seen some of them from the Headhunters. And I I like the uh, Headhunters; they're really good. But I just want to tell everybody he's a little skinnier than me. I have lost some weight, but uh, so if you think that's me up there singing, and you know, it's not. But um, but that'll be. I think it'll be a really big draw, and they got Confederate Railroad coming later. Uh, next month so that'll be a that'll be a big thing I, there'll be several thousand people come now if they thought it's me they probably wouldn't be but it's not so so i just want to tell everybody so you could come out it's not me up her singing what about uh any any other thing anything else coming up that you hadn't had in a while maybe it's something that'll draw people in yeah july 15th and 16th which is uh when uh, early voting starts <laughs> the weekend early voting starts so that'll be a crazy weekend i guess but uh the, we're having pioneer days again gene gant that owns 1806 is got everything together to start that and working with the chamber and the county and the city. So pioneer days, you know, when I was a kid, um, in the eighties and it was really big and they were several thousand people come up there and they had, you know, they had events, they had arrowhead deals and they had uh, just all kind of stuff about the pioneer days, but they had music and they had clogging and, and that's not going to be me up there clogging either. If anybody <laughs> you know, is wondering about that, I'm not going to do any clogging. Um, but they're going to have bluegrass music and, you know, I think it'll be a big draw. It's something that's been missed. Uh, I don't, I, you know, things kind of changed, and the ones that were run that quit 
20 years ago probably, so they, they quit having the Pioneer Days. But, uh, you know, the following we have on the square in October is a huge draw and brings out a lot of people. I think Pioneer Days will probably bring out more. They're going to have a stage up um, on uh, West Broad, and they're going to have, the, of course, the whole square blocked off, and they'll have bluegrass music up there. And then they're going to have country music down in the down in the park. And uh, I don't know if they're going to have any other kinds of music on side streets or not, but they may have. Who knows? But uh, do I have to get a permit to come up there and do my own concert? Yeah, you probably. Yeah, oh, well, you can. You know, be like street vendors. You know, in Nashville, the ones that singing. You know, I tried that one time, and I, I had to pay them four dollars to leave, so I didn't make any money on it. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, be, I think there'll be several thousand people come out to that, and I, that'll be a really big draw, especially the you know the older people that remembers what Pioneer Days used to be, and. Uh, you know, they used to sell belt buckles. I've got a whole collection of them. My dad would always get a belt buckle every year, and you get the same number, and I've got a whole set of those. And uh, they had uh, – I, I remember, you know, of course, they made crafts, and they had these wooden rubber band guns. I don't know if yeah. you had one oh, of them yeah. as a kid. I, I've got mine painted up all Western, and <laughs> sometimes I still use it. If my kids get bad, I have to shoot at it. No, I don't. I'm just kidding out there. I don't, I don't shoot at my kids with a gun of any kind, especially a rubber band gun. <laughs> But it, it was fun when I was a kid, you know, to have shootouts with the rubber band gun. And so I, if anybody remembers the last Pioneer Days, that may have been me running around with that <laughs> rifle shooting at people. I'm sorry if I hit you. I, that was before I, you know, wanted your vote. <laughs> no, don't hold it against him. So, Ben, thanks for being here. Um, appreciate what you do. Appreciate our friendship. Um, I, I am proud of the what you've accomplished in, in your – as a commissioner, too. You used to call me when you were a commissioner and – uh, and I thought you'd have some crazy questions for me at the time, but really they were good questions, and you were, you were forward-thinking, and you've took, taken that into your term, so your two terms. So I appreciate you, and appreciate you being here. Well, thank you. And, you know, you haven't blocked me on your cell phone yet. so Not yet. And, I, you know, I appreciate you not wearing a kilt today, too, Ben. <laughs> you know, so we was talking about that earlier, and, uh, you know, I'm glad the radio listeners can't see us because, yeah. you know, just think of a Ben in a kilt, I don't know. Yeah. It's just uh, – you know, something different. But thank you. Appreciate everything you do for Over the Canyon because you've helped us quite a bit. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Folks, hope you have a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed the show. I will ask for your prayers for, for people like Ben and I that are in public service. We, we need all the help we can get. Especially, especially the other Ben. <laughs> not, not as, well, I do too. But, you know. but especially in budget season. So hope you have a great weekend. Remember to smile at one another and don't frown. This has been Rogers with Over the County Executive Ben Danner on Local Matters. We'll see you next week.